Hey, good evening, everybody, and uh, welcome to another episode of the uh, Running Wolf Speaks. So, your favorite PTS, the Warrior, <laughs> is with you today, this evening. Um, yeah, I'm a little kooky, but anyways, I just want to apologize. I've been off the off the grid here for a bit. Um, uh, I was out of uh, out of town uh, attending a conference for work, and I got back and had to do some catch up and do an after action report. And now I'm ready uh, to get started on this. Uh, this episode here. This will be our eighth episode as we're moving along. Just a little bit surely. Again, I um, must apologize for any flub ups that I do along the way. I'm still still working at it. I mean, I, you wouldn't think that after seven episodes I'd be a, an expert, right? Of course not. No, that's not going to happen. Not in this lifetime. But anyways, um, today I didn't really have anything planned um, or scheduled out. Um, I did have some some notes I did take, uh, but I, what I wanted to do is I wanted to talk about what is PTSD. Now I know um, many of you out there uh, are probably aware of, of what PTSD is. Uh, however, there are some out there that, though they know what PTSD is, uh, may do not know what causes it or um, what are some of the what are the symptoms, um, treatments, things of that nature. So what I wanted to do is kind of give a little bit of a background on that, a little bit, you know, some, some history on that. Um, some, maybe, uh, not maybe, but, uh, you know, some symptoms and uh, some some forms of therapy that uh, that are associated with, uh, with uh, PTSD. So let's get started. It's ready to rock and roll. Now, what is PTSD? Well, PTSD stands for uh, the post-traumatic stress disorder. Now, this can occur in uh, various circumstances, I should say. I used to think that it was co- that it was only related to combat veterans. You know, I mean, being a veteran myself, you know, I was thinking that's that, that was only attributed to us, but it's not. Um, it could be if you were the, you witness a tragic event such as an, a natural disaster or serious accident, terrorist act. Um, and this one's a little touchy, but I've got to say it, you know, I mean, for me, it's just um, those that have been have uh, been victims of, of, of sexual violence um, suffer from PT, uh, suffer from PTSD. So it's, it's just it's a, it's not just combat related, not just to, to veterans. It, it's the wide spectrum, you know, civilians, um, non non-military folks as well, to first responders um, as well. Now it's gone by many names. Um, prior to like uh, during during the First World War, uh, PTSD was known as shell shock. That's how they how they defined it, and um, combat fatigue after World War II. But it, like I said, it doesn't happen just to combat veterans. Uh, PTSD can occur in all people of any ethnicity or or you know nationality or culture. And at any age, it's not, it's not just, you know, uh, adults that are affected by it. Children are too. PTSD actually affects about three and a half percent of uh, U.S. adults every year. And an estimated one in 11 people will be diagno- diagnosed with PTSD in their lifetime. I thought this was interesting. And I, I uh, this said women uh, are twice as likely as men to have PTSD. And I can see... When we're explaining some of the reasons that um, some of the events, I, I, I see where that where that uh, where that number is, is higher, unfortunately. 
And the, of the ethnic groups out there, there's three that are disproportionately affected by um, PTSD. U.S. Latinos, African-Americans, and our indigenous population. Uh, it, I, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And again, I have all this information. Now, people that have PTSD, that have intense, disturbing thoughts, and sometimes feelings that are related to the experience that last long after the, the uh, event has ended. I mentioned at the beginning of our in the trailer of my um, my podcast about a flashback. I was describing a flashback, um, and this is one of the one of the symptoms, one of the effects of uh, PTSD is that you're reliving the event through a flashback or nightmare. And uh, being as one, I, uh, that's yeah, I can attest to that uh, as those have happened frequently. Um, not not lately, but uh, they used to. Another thing is with with PTSD. There's you know the moods you know you fear, anger. You know one minute that's you know you're you're, you're it's it's a kind of like a fight or flight type type mode. Um, sadness leading to depression, and unfortunately, um, you know the statistic of 22 per day is because they're not able to overcome that. That uh, you know our our symptom, and um, yeah, they take their lives, and it's uh, I've lost um, a couple of friends that way. I shouldn't say a couple. There's more than a couple. I've lost several friends that way. That just uh, just couldn't deal with it anymore, and uh, they felt that that was the uh, that was the way to end it. And the pain and the suffering, and it's uh, it, it's sad. And uh, so it, it it did hit close close to home. It does hit, hit close to home with me. And um, not only that, but uh, I uh, twice I considered it myself uh, ending it all. I just, just don't want to deal with this anymore. But uh, fortunately, I had uh, I had a great support system. And uh, but anyways, I'm getting a little bit off sidetracked there. Uh, so forgive me for that. A lot of times, we can tend to feel a little bit detached, strange. But we just kind of have that, you know, just don't want to be around anybody. Just want to have our space, you know. Just uh, and it's not has nothing to do any with with anybody. Um, it's just that's one of our reactions. It's with me at times being in crowds and get a little edgy, and I have to back away. It's feel like it's you know I, I can't breathe at times. I feel like. It's hard to breathe, so I have to. I have to step away. Interesting, because I used to go to concerts, but even then, I was still. I still just did not like being being close that close. Um, you, um, it's just uh, things like uh, with me, uh, someone coming from behind and touching me on the shoulder. I get into a, you know, I go into a fight, into a fighter stance, which is, you know, unfortunately, it's it's scared some friends of mine. They didn't know what the heck's going on. I just said, please don't do that. You know, that's one of the things is we being startled, um, loud noises are things that that uh, that can uh, trigger uh, it. Um, and some of these uh, these triggers. Can send us spiraling, you know. Uh, 
there's the you know the anxiety really really the real uh it just it takes a it takes effect and, and you know, you really can't function and a lot of things happen not just mentally but physically you know heart rate goes up blood pressure goes up uh um uh, you're breathing you can't breathe you can't focus um it, it's just uh, i i know some uh friends of mine that have have had these episodes um have suffered from vertigo as well um but uh there's just so many so many different uh triggers out there that uh, and uh just let you know that that when that happens it's not anything that any individual does it's just that's how our reaction to an abnormal abnormal our normal reaction to an abnormal situation yeah symptoms of the of PTSD oh, they fall into four categories now they can vary in severity um intrusion avoidance alterations in cognition and mood and mood and then alterations in arousal and reactivity um intrusion uh basically those those are where our 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 flashbacks you know Matt flashbacks can be so so vivid that you actually feel you're reliving the traumatic experience and that's happened a couple of times with me and i say within the past um i say within the past 4 or 5 months uh those came back I've been gone for a while. Sometimes they go away and sometimes they come back. Uh but unfortunately when they come back they come back with a full vengeance. Uh, avoidance we try to avoid anything that reminds us of the traumatic event. And that's where you know we're avoiding people, places, um activities. Uh or sometimes we just try to block it out. Try not to remember that uh or think about the event. You go into alterations in cognition and mode. It's you don't I uh I had this we discussed this in one of my oh no I therapy sessions was where I felt that I wasn't uh uh I was a bad person I didn't deserve to live and that I was worthless because this is what what uh was told to me by my father for quite a bit uh when he would get upset with me and would tell me that I was you know things of that nature worthless I wasn't going to going to be a bum I was, all these negative things uh, that were being said to me so of course I started when things would, would happen I would think it was my fault I was a bad person and I would start to blame myself um and uh that can take over to the point where you know you're going towards a, towards a forward and um you don't want to interact you, you don't want to you 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 get positive a uh, feedback and you look at the negative on that in other words you're not ex- you're, you're not able to experience um the positive emotions it's pretty much void of happiness or satisfaction you know? um and i used to think think that way a lot uh, you know something positive would go on but i would always look at the negative i was always finding negative i was always finding that you know oh this is great this is happening to me but you know what it's going something something sometime down the road it's going to be fucked up and this is too good to be true type thing and um then when it would happen i'd blame myself it was you know it was almost all my fault i didn't do this right i 
I would feel guilty. I would feel ashamed, and then I would feel angry, and it just was all over the place. But、uh, that's one of the one of the uh, 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 symptoms of of having PTSD. And、um, the last one here is alterations in, in arousal reactivity. Some of those can, and and I've been, you know, as as one that's been diagnosed,、uh, I've been having issues. I had issues with with this until it was diagnosed. I just said that again, didn't I? Twice. Telling you, please forgive me.、Um, with with this condition, you know, being irritable, having angry outbursts. Behaving recklessly or in a self, being self-destructive,、uh, overly watchful of your surroundings and suspecting,、uh, being very not suspecting but being very suspicious,、uh, having problems concentrating or sleeping, and, and that's been that was with me. Sleep was was always a luxury. I was lucky to get four hours of sleep, if even that, and it wasn't always at one time. It would be maybe an hour and a half or two. And I would be up again. But、um, as far as the, the irritability and, and the anger outburst, I mean, it, and it and it's usually something that's small.、Uh, this is what、uh, pretty much killed my last relationship, and is that、uh, it wasn't her. I had a I had a meltdown, and as a result of it, she felt unsafe.、Um, but that's another story.、Uh, It, it was,、uh, and of course, in that situation, when you have a, a breakup or, or whatnot, then there's all this, all these emotions going through. It's my fault. I was bad. I shouldn't have done it. You start blaming yourself, but then you have to look at, hey, it takes two, right? Okay. So, anyways, I'm gonna leave it at that because that's a totally different.、Uh, How do I say it? That's a, that's it doesn't belong here right now. <laughs> Put it that way, for lack of a better word.、Um, many people that are exposed to、uh, a traumatic event will experience some of these、uh, symptoms, or uh, uh, they can last for a month. They could last for longer.、Um, Some individuals develop, you know, these symptoms within three months of, of the trauma. However, sometimes the symptoms may not appear until, you know, later, and then they'll persist for months and sometimes years. And that's、uh, that's what happened with me.、Uh, I did mention that there there are other conditions that are related to、uh, PTSD, such as depression. But I did remember. Didn't put in here. Substance abuse is another one too. Substance abuse, memory loss.、Uh, those are those are some of the uh, uh, other symptoms that are that are that are related or other conditions that are related to PTSD.、Um, there's some other re-、uh, related conditions, like acute stress disorder.、Um, it's similar to PTSD,、uh, but they are, those usually occur three 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 days in or a month. After an event, thirteen、uh, to、uh, they say an estimated thirteen to twenty-one percent of survivors of car accidents develop uh, acute uh, disorder, and twenty twenty and gosh, this one is yeah, 
Between 20 and 50% of survivors of assault, rape, or mass shootings develop it. Cognitive behavior therapy can control some of the symptoms and help prevent it from getting worse. Medication and SSRI depressants are also some of the things that can help ease the symptoms. Get more into that as we get uh, get more into the podcast here. I'm just going to go touch touch the uh, tip of the iceberg here, in a sense. Adjustment disorder uh, is another one. Uh, uh, feeling tense, sad, hopeless, withdrawing from other people, acting defiantly, or showing you know impulsive behavior. Some of the things uh, uh, as attributed to adjustment disorder. Physical parts, physical things like tremors, palpitations, headaches, another sign of the uh, of the um, of, a, of an adjustment disorder. It could be a, a single event, the stressor that causes this. It could be a single event, such as a romantic breakup, or there may be more than one event. With you know, that just kind of accumulates. They, you know, stressors can be a, they, the stressors can be recurring or continuous, um, and they can either affect the individual, an entire family, a larger group, or community. For for example, in the case of a natural disaster, say between five and five to twenty percent of individuals in outpatient mental health treatment have a principal diagnosis of adjustment disorder. And this was interesting. Uh, a study found a recent study actually found out that more than fifteen percent of adults cancer had adjustment disorder disinhibited social engagement disorder that's usually when children who have experienced severe severe social neglect or deprivation before the age of two um, it's just uh, that's uh, it's uh, the prevalence of, of of it is unknown but it's thought to be rare most severely neglected uh, children do not develop the disorder, um, which was interesting. Reactive, reactive attachment disorder. This is another one here, and this will be the last one that we'll discuss. Um, and this is children. Of course, children who have experienced severe social neglect and deprivation during their first years of their life. None of the yet the. the uh, the disinhibited social engagement disorder, that was before age two. Now we're talking older from the first years of your life. So we're, we're going past the age age of two. We're going further out. And that's, you know, sim- similar. Uh, the lack of basic emotional needs for comfort, stimulation, infection. Um, usually these children are, are uh, emotionally withdrawn. Uh, they won't turn to the caregivers for comfort. Or support or protection. Uh, they tend to show little positive emotion, and yeah, they may show an uh, unexplained fear, or sadness. Problems usually appear with the with this with this disorder uh, before age five. Yeah. Again, it's reactive attachment order disorder is uncommon, even in uh, severely neglected children usually it's uh, working with a, a therapist the family and a therapist working together to strengthen the relationship so I thought that was interesting about those two is that 
Um, the one the social social disengagement sort of uh, the prevalence of it is known, but it's thought to be rare. But that most of it, severely neglected children do not develop disorder, and the same thing with the reactive attachment disorder. So, anyways, um, I think I've rambled enough. Anyways, <laughs> but there was a lot. There's a lot of information I know, and I I did my best to try to convey it as uh, as much as as best as possible. But、um, so these are some of the things that we deal with.、Uh, uh, less the the related conditions. Uh, most of us that are dealing with PTSD,、uh, you know, intrusion, avoidance, alterations in cognition, alterations in arousal act, reactivity, so the, the, the more severe、uh, symptoms or specific symptoms. And、uh, so that's the Cliff's Notes version, in a sense, of、uh, what PTSD is and some of the symptoms and diagnosis of it.、Uh, as far as treatment. You know, there's SSRI medications,、uh, CBT, cognitive uh, uh, processing uh, therapy, cognitive behavior therapy, cognitive behavior therapies,、um, EMDR, is which I which I've done,、uh, stress inoculation therapy, medication that's usually、uh, sometimes it's it's so severe that it that 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 has to be brought in, into the into the picture because. Just everything else is not working, and it's.、Uh, I, I'm not sure that、uh, that that's not going to happen with me right now. We're just、uh, so far we've been able to control it, but、uh, we don't know. We, we'll see. I, hopefully, that's not that's not the, the path that I have to take. But if I have to take, that's what I got to do. Those are some of the things that the group therapy, especially,、uh, is another one that's encouraged. And I I am part of a、uh, an online support group, which.、Uh, Uh, has really helped, as well as my my、uh, my therapist.、Um, so,、uh, like I said,、um, you know, CBT. I did mention EMDR, which also is almost like it's taking you back to that time period and、uh, having to deal with it. So it's, that one was a little rough, but、uh, it had to be done.、It、had to be done. So we're done for this episode. I know I probably bored the crap out of you with it, but I wanted this information out there.、Um, I probably could have presented it in a better way, but、um, hey, it is what it is, and, and、uh, the information is there. So, with that said, I'd like to shut down this episode. Next week, next—I should say next week, next episode. I'm、uh, gonna leave that as a mystery. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a surprise episode. I'll leave it at that. Anyways, everyone, you have a wonderful what's left of this weekend. It's、uh, my time, my time zone. It's、uh, Central Standard Time. It's almost ten o'clock. Everybody, have a great rest of the weekend, and.、Uh, We'll be talking to you soon. Thank you again, and、uh, the Ronnie Wolf is out.